Coming up on 5-Minute News. DOJ probe finds Louisville police discriminate against black people. Nissan to reduce cost of electric powertrains for EVs. And as conflict rages, Russia launches missile barrage on Ukraine. It's Thursday, March 9. I'm Anthony Davis. The US Justice Department reached its conclusion yesterday after an investigation into the killing of Breonna Taylor in a botched police raid in 2020. The investigation found that Louisville police had engaged in illegal practices that violated citizens' civil rights and discriminated against black people and people with behavioral health deficiencies. The city of Louisville consented to an overhaul of its policing procedures. Coming shortly before the killing of George Floyd by officers in Minneapolis, Taylor's death fueled protests against police brutality and for systemic reform. The Justice Department's Civil Rights Division has now concluded that Louisville police and city government failed to adequately protect and serve and discriminated against black people and deployed unjustified neck restraints and unreasonable use of police dogs and tasers. Announcing the findings, the U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said officers had demonstrated disrespect for the people they were sworn to protect, some videotaping themselves, throwing drinks at pedestrians from their cars, insulting people with disabilities, and calling black people monkeys, animal and boy. This conduct is unacceptable. It's heartbreaking, Garland said in Louisville. It erodes the community trust necessary for effective policing. It's an affront to the people of Louisville who deserve better. Louisville police disproportionately stopped black drivers for minor traffic offences. Black drivers were twice as likely to be cited for having a taillight out as white drivers, four times as likely to be cited for improperly tinted windows, and nearly five times as likely to be cited for improper tags. Black drivers were also 50% more likely to be searched when stopped. Louisville police also charged black drivers at higher rates. The city and police agreed to 36 remedial measures, building on reform efforts after Taylor's death. The city has prohibited no-knock warrants and dispatched behavioural health specialists to scenes involving mental health episodes. Officer training and wellness support have been revamped. Nissan today said it will overhaul its approach to powertrains for all electric and hybrid petrol-electric vehicles as it aims to bring prices in line with those of petrol-powered cars by 2026. The Japanese automaker said it will use the same components across models to make electric powertrains, the assembly which propels a vehicle, smaller and lighter, and reduce development and production costs by 30% within three years versus 2019. It will also use solid-state batteries with materials that are cheaper than those usually used, such as nickel and cobalt, senior vice president Toshihiro Hirai told reporters. 
The effort is among many by automakers trying to make new energy-efficient vehicles more affordable, such as by reducing the cost of electric powertrains, which have yet to achieve parity with those used in traditionally powered vehicles. Nissan became one of the first mass-market electric vehicle makers with its LEAF model more than a decade ago. It aims to introduce 27 electrified models, including 19 all-electric vehicles by 2030. Dozens of Russian missiles pounded a number of Ukrainian districts early this morning, including the Black Sea port of Odessa and the second city of Kharkiv, cutting electricity to many places, regional officials said. Maxim Marchenko, the governor of the Odessa region, posted on Telegram that a large-scale missile attack had struck a power plant in the port city cutting power. Although residential areas were also affected, there were no recorded fatalities. Late on Wednesday, Ukraine's military said it had managed to push back intense Russian attacks on the city of Bakhmut, despite a Russian claim of control over its eastern half. As one of the bloodiest battles of the year-long war ground on in the small city's ruins, Ukrainian defenders, who last week appeared to be preparing for a tactical retreat, remained defiant. Ukrainian military and political leaders now speak of hanging on to positions and inflicting as many casualties as possible on the Russians to grind down their fighting capability. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said in last night's video address that the battle for Bakhmut and the surrounding Donbass region was our first priority. In a separate interview, he said we think that in the Donbass direction, Russia has started its offensive. This is the offensive. This is what it looks like. A slow aggression because they don't have enough strength and forces. The head of the Russian private mercenary group, Wagner, said its fighters had captured the eastern part of Bakhmut. If true, Russian forces would control nearly half the city in a costly pursuit of their first big victory in several months. You can subscribe to the 5-Minute News Patreon for bonus videos, commentary and more. Go to patreon.com slash 5-Minute News. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration are the events that may not be as well-known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency. On the Presidencies of the United States, we explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern-day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.